Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. It's like we never left. We're live from the trap house. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck they talking about? I'm fresh off the runway. I literally just touched down in Louisville 30 minutes ago. That's... I, I'm just such a worldly person. I'm just hopping I'm just, on and off I'm just the just traveling jet. all the you time. Know? In between episodes, Louis is not yeah. in Louisville. You think I'm really based in Louisville? Puh. 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 <laughs> so we had a different episode planned for this week. But, uh, you know, plans fall through. All that. Yeah. So instead, we're going to sink to a new low. <laughs> I think this is honestly a great trajectory for our career, though. I think this is going to be the episode that pops off, you know, only for being, like, horrible. One day we're going to end up on the cringe compilation. I know it. I feel it in my bones. I think we already are. So, there was a ruling on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, and we haven't really talked about it because, you know, it just seems like it has been talked about at nauseum. Like, everybody's fucking talking about it. All anyone wants to fucking talk about is fucking Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And I think just culturally, the way people are just, like, so into it, it's just, like, such a product of the internet. Dude, it's fucking disgusting, to be honest. Like, just on the money level, how much money goes into a fucking trial like this? How much money is made from coverage of this? And, like, every, you know, several few years, depending, there is a big celebrity trial that is on the fucking news, and everybody is obsessed with it. Or, you know, if you're not obsessed with it, you're annoyed because you have to fucking hear people talk about it nonstop. And so, it's just another, in like a sort of pop culture, almost, of trials like that. Yeah. It's like, it's gotta be the most covered since the OJ yeah. trial. And that's like a criminal court. This is like, civil this is court like, is so much this is, different. Like It is, because it's more gossipy. Yeah, Here, here's what I wanted to say, though. I don't think anyone should be picking sides in this. Yeah. I, I don't know why there are Johnny Depp supporters, and I definitely don't know why there are Amber Heard supporters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, even at the end of the trial... I'm not fucking sure what actually happened. You know, I wasn't following it closely, but I have sort of kept up with it. So, uh, the highlights, what you need to know, they were just abusive as fuck to each other. Literally. So, I don't think that anyone can be like, oh, well, this is... Yeah, there's no sides at that point. When you're both fucking horrible, like, why do people want to pick sides in the first place? Is it Mm. a male and female thing? I don't know if it's a male or female thing. Because a lot of women are defending Amber Heard and a lot of men are defending the same type of people that like... But it's also like... Toxic masculinity. Yeah. uh, Toxic boy shit. Alpha male shit. Yeah, Yeah. Sigma. (laughs) Um, Um, No, I honestly think that, yes, that might play into who is on mass... on any given side however i think on the internet when you see people trying to defend whoever it's a lot of people talking about who's really the victim right as if that's actually a conversation to be had because like we said there there is no reason there should be one side versus the other yeah we don't even know these people for one exactly but for another like if any of this shit is i think that might also be part of it though it has to be fucking amber heard shitting in the bed oh my god bro 
fucking Johnny Depp sticking bottles up fucking Amber Heard's pussy, which is so fucked up. Like, it is. Glass? glass? You can't even take glass out on the beach. You can't fucking slay down there with that. Don't even, don't even fucking do that. I, but yeah, honestly, I think it's, I've lost it's so funny for, because it's like so revealing. Yeah. About both of them. You know how publicly embarrassing that probably is? It's funny because I think part of why people are drawn to celebrity drama is it makes them feel more down-to-earth, more human. It makes them easier to make fun of, in a way. And so a lot of people gravitate towards that as, like, celebrities, you know, they're not on this pedestal. Mm -hmm. They're going through shit just like us. Right. And I think it's, honestly, the end result is the opposite. Can you imagine how much money goes into this shit? How much money they both had to lose and are like still fucking fine yeah. after paying thousands of dollars to each other in settlements? Yeah. That would destroy rich. anybody else's fucking life, bro. But, but that's they're super rich and they're both obviously fucking crazy. And it's also like, it's just gross that as a society we can be so obsessed with like celebrities for any reason. Uh-huh. Because it's not just that they're actors, though that is part of why they're a little crazy on the crazy side. I've lost respect for both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Not that I had respect for Amber Heard in the first place, because I didn't even know her like that. But as far as like, I didn't Johnny even know Depp, her like that. I mean, my mom loves to say that she never liked Johnny Depp because he's from Owensboro and he doesn't claim it. Did he know he was from Owensboro? I did. That's I didn't kind know of that random. He was a Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. There are some random fuckers from Kentucky. This was also something I wanted to bring up. Johnny Depp's making an album. He's releasing an album. Excuse me? And in the comment sections, people are like, please, fucking, like, 12-year-old fucking children are like, please let there be an Amber Heard diss track on this. Please. And it's just like, dog. If they were, if he really resorts to, like, Oh my uh, god, that would be one of the like worst. A, like a KSI, like Logan Jake Paul, Rice Gum type fucking, oh my fucking shitty god. ass diss track, YouTube diss track. Okay, what's the I would genre love that. of music? I have no idea, Preston. Has Johnny Depp ever made music before? I have no idea. I don't believe so. And if I d- if he has, it's telling that I don't even know what type of music he would even fucking make. That's true. He's an actor. He's fucking Jack Sparrow, man. He's not a fucking, like... Prior to his breakout role in 21 Jump Street, he had been a featured musician in multiple songs. Iggy Pop, Marilyn Manson, and Aerosmith. <laughs> what a... What a plethora. Oh my god. Hollywood Vampires is the self-titled debut studio album by American rock supergroup Hollywood Vampires. Wait, formed in 2015 by Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe Perry to honor the music of the rock. Interesting. So there is like a cover that Johnny Depp has done, basically. Huh. So recently, the big news in sports right now is uh, Colin Kaepernick might be coming back into the league. He's been trying out with a couple different teams. and it What sounds is like... with, like, comebacks in sports recently? You know? Yeah. I feel like if you look historically, that is not a fucking thing. Nobody retires from any of these sports and is like, yeah, I'm going to go get some more concussions. Fuck like, it, I'm coming back. They say, fuck no, I, my body is broken. 
It's but just the crazy. miracle of modern medicine, huh? Like, like it's crazy. Why does he even want to be back in the NFL after the way they just shit canned him? That's true. Why? And another thing, why do the teams suddenly now want him back? Like, what's what? What's well, cooking the switch? Like, yeah. what's going on behind the scenes? Where As we know, there is a lot allowed. of shit that goes on behind the scenes in the NFL, too. Shit. I don't know. They Tom do. Brady's pulling the strings. <laughs> That's what I think. There's something going on. I really it do. is weird. Like, there's there's so much shit that's going on behind the scene. Shady shit that we're going to find out in 50 years. And we're going to be oh, like, 50 oh. years there will be a movie that comes yeah. out. It's a tell-all. There's oh going to be 30 God. for 30s. They're going to be... <laughs> We're, we're, we're gonna find out all the nasty conversations that we probably had about Kaepernick behind closed doors damn is it is it time for oh. our for our musical intermission fuck yeah is it time I think it's time alright you ready to talk about your weird ass song choice You all just listened to Jesus Forgive Me, I Am a Thought by JPEG Mafia. So Preston, I want to start off by saying this. So I went to Forecastle a week ago and JPEG Mafia was here. And I was so excited because I love JPEG Mafia. And he comes onto the stage and he's like, I'm going to play some really bad music for you all. (laughs) And this is the first song he fucking plays. This is how you come out of the gate. So Preston, I just want to ask you this. How do you think this song sounded? Because we can talk about all the other shit in a second. But just aesthetics, it's all over the fucking place. What do you, how do you feel about it? I think that you described it perfectly. I think it is all over the fucking place. Like, that's literally my thoughts on the song, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I get that, like, I gotta look up lyrics, because I just, I can't remember shit like that. Right. But, I mean, as an artist, they're all over the place, so I can accept it. If that's your method, and you just fucking produce whatever you can fucking produce, do it. But also, accept that there will be... Shit that's just a little out there. So you're not fucking with it? Like I said, I can understand it creatively and I can appreciate it as a song. So, JPEG Mafia's kind of breakout album I like the- was Veteran in 2018. And he he was super weird. This album was almost a reaction to that in 2019. He, he, he talks a lot about like how he's popular now. He says, uh, pray for my haters, they terrified, come kill me, I'm verified. And he he does the genius annotations, you know, the yeah, the genius verified that they do. And he says, like, he's just kind of saying, like, he's verified, he's more popular than ever, and all of these people fucking hate him so much. Yeah. Maybe that's something that I should 
bring up because he's had a lot of controversies before he was even like you know really bubbling up really? like that. Like uh, I don't know what, this background information, one, so fill me in. It's just a bunch of artistic artistic choices that he's made that that are uh, questionable. That people fucking don't fuck with. Like they he uh, he samples. Like a video of like a cop getting shot and killed in a song, and as you can imagine, that really pissed. I'm some sure that off. did not uh, and go well with any talks, crowds. He yeah. talks a ton about you know killing like white supremacists, not being afraid of fucking white people. He says on the song, on uh, "Pray that these crackers don't call him by." Honestly, which is just such a respect. real line. Yeah. Which is just such a real line, and I can't even be mad about it. Well, well, I think we've had a literal conversation about how we think the word "cracker" is funny. Like, yeah. fuck it. There is no like white slur. Those are all just funny. He's here. I'll ask you this: What do you think this song was about? That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> so the good thing about these uh genius verified things it's good to kind of hear what the artist actually means like coming from them uh, yeah because a lot of artists like makam you won't even have their lyrics on genius because it just gets misinterpreted and they just don't know what the fuck he's saying a lot of the time you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> Dude, i love your, this song so much what's your favorite line now what just fucking got you my favorite part of this song is where he's like, you better count your blessings for real. <laughs> Amen. And then he says, like, uh, teach me how to keep my pussy Dude, closed. For a fucking two minute song. He does a lot. There's, he says so fucking much. It's crazy that he has, like, you know, a hook on it, too. It's like a two minute song. It yeah. has, like, two, three verses, two, three hooks. Dude, and this, this picture gets me. He he has one line in here about wearing his grandma's hand-me-downs. Your grandma's hand-me-downs. That's what he says. He's not wearing his grandma's hand-me-downs. That would be normal. He's wearing your grandmother's, <laughs> your grandmother's hand-me-downs. Oh, my God. And the annotation for that, he says that he's kind of challenging, like, the idea of, like, black masculinity because he says that it's fucked up how it gets redefined over and over just every some odd years. Just based off of the media, they redefine like what's manly. Yeah. And he's kind of rebelling against that with the clothes he's wearing, the shit that he's saying. Yeah. Well, and I get that. Uh, I've been reading a book recently and it's like a self-help book. Except it's weird because it's written from a, by a knight to his children, mm -hmm. but it's just got a lot of philosophical shit that's like, good lessons for life. Mm -hmm. And the entire time, it's from the perspective of a knight, but he keeps making the point of like, this applies to anybody in a, in a sort of way where it's like, if you associate these things with being a man, these are just good lessons to like, try to remember. And so there's no reason that it should be like, having to change with pop culture. Mm-hmm. Because that just makes it a very antiquated idea. Yeah. If it's just changing so quickly and every so often. Absolutely. Because you could just look back 20 years and what a fucking man looked like then versus what a man looks like now. It's just like redefined however it's defined. It's cultural. It's mm -hmm. 
it's very cultural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, that, that makes a good point to say even that it is different around the world. And, like, literally on a cultural level. Did you find any comedic value in this song? Like, is this entertaining because it's funny? I think I to did, some degree I was able to, to listen funny. to the entire song. That And those are the main reasons why. Is that it's, like, kind of funny, honestly. On vacation, I was talking with Caroline that uh, she was asking me, like, why I didn't like Young Gravy like that. And she was just telling me, like, it's funny. Like, it's just a meme almost. Like, he's not it trying is. to be serious. Because she was wondering why I was hating on I don't really so like meme artists, just talking though. About it. Just the way I am and the type of humor I like, mm-hmm. I don't like when people are, like, trying too hard. Well, also, like, I don't I think Young Gravy sits down and he's just like, let me say some dumbass shit that yeah. people are going to laugh at me. Yeah. This is not like that. This, I feel like, is this thoughtful. Is, yeah, it this is. This is musically interesting to me. And it's also well, and that's, fucking funny. That's what I was about to say is, I think you're somebody who takes rap very seriously. To to a certain degree. We also yeah. understand that there is rap that is just supposed to be fun, funny, uh-huh. you know, chill. But also, there is something to be said about almost if you are making fun of rap itself, you know? And I definitely get that. That's part of why I don't like Young Gravy. I kind of get yeah. that vibe where it's almost like he's, he's joking with the medium yeah. too much. And I, I respect rap a little too much for that. He's just like little Dicky to me where it's I, just like I don't almost know. spitting in the face of what real hip hop is. I think, just I think little Dicky has uncool. a little bit more of a point where it's like not just, it's not like about the music for them. It's about their sort of message and Rap's more so just the medium that they've decided yeah. to go with. Because I feel like Lil Dicky's sort of trying to make fun of art in general. Yeah. You know? And saying, hey, don't take this shit too seriously. I definitely feel like... How Andy Warhol of him. Literally. And and there are plenty of artists like that. Have you ever heard people say that uh, Dave is the white Atlanta Oh, I fucking hate that. A lot of people make that comparison. That Atlanta. Like I get that it is. It. I get that it is a show about a rapper. Except, but it's not. The it's same not thing. the same because Atlanta's not even about Donald Glover. Did you see that Donald Glover responded to that? No, he had like an interview. Donald Glover doesn't really a, say that much. No, he doesn't. Too, so he has an interview with himself. Like that's literally him. Him super, being like, we are not the same. Super pretentious. He literally wrote like two parts. One part of him like asking himself questions, and himself responding to that. Even asking like follow up questions and shit like that. <laughs> In it, he talks about the comparisons, and he just says Dude, that they kind of piss him off. And he says that yeah. uh, it's like he basically says it's like comparing like a steak. To McDonald's burger. <laughs> what a fucking savage! I love that man. That's literally oh like the metaphor he uses because he's like you know. Well, even both are like good I said, in their own ways. Even but... the interviewing himself thing mm-hmm. is really pretentious, and that is yeah, definitely a totally. uh, right from the get. Fuck you, we're not the same. Yeah. I definitely feel like as an artist, he is very insightful. But it's also one of those smart people that know how smart they are. I'm going to bring it back to sports. Okay. 
What'd you find? Because I think this is really interesting. And as podcasters, I think it's even more interesting. So the NBA Finals is going on. Mm-hmm. And Draymond Green has been live podcasting like the entire thing. And it's kind of... It's a little bit of a controversy because some people are like, dude, you need to focus on hoops, which is kind of stupid. But he literally, like, has been posting, like, podcasts, like, at halftime of games. And it's kind of sick that you're getting, like, a perspective, like, in the game, like, analyzing the game, like... As it's happening? In real time. And no, I get that's that because that's almost the beauty of sports sometimes yeah. is that there's sometimes it is really up to fucking chance, you know? And if yeah. somebody goes and overanalyzes it for you, mm-hmm. that's half the joy. Yeah. Like literally that is one of the few reasons I like sports is that sometimes the comeback is amazing. Yeah. And that makes it so worth it cuz you're you're able to hold out hope longer than if somebody in the middle of the game is like and here's where they went wrong. <laughs> like they were fucked at this exact moment. Yeah, it he he really does be talking shit on there. Like you know that the other team has to hear that, and they're listening to. They're like that son of a bitch. Because <laughs> cause after game one, the Celtics won game one. Draymond Green hopped on the podcast, and he was like, Derek White and Al, Al Horford shot like seventy percent from three. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> Like, those motherfuckers are never going to do that again. Yo. It's just dangerous waters almost, because, like, if you lose, you're going to look at that and be like, you're a fucking idiot for not focusing on the game more, actually. Because there's something to be said about, (laughs) you're a little distracted in the locker room if you're podcasting at halftime, you know? True. (laughs) Like, that's just nutty to me. That is. That being said, I don't think it's completely crazy. I think it's kind of actually really cool because nothing like that has ever been Exactly. mm. Breaking podcast barriers day to day. Dude, could you imagine trying to do that? Oh my god, I can't. I can't. (laughs) That would break you? If I potted... That would break me. If I potted in between serious hoop sessions, (laughs) I would be fucking winded. I would be like, damn, I've been talking for a long time. Did you see that BTS was in the White House? Yes. I I debated putting a BTS meme on there where it's like BTS has uh, has taken the U.S. Capitol or something like that. It was like a news headline that read that underneath. That's so funny. <laughs> but I was like, damn. Me- Maybe, that. maybe the government should be more focused on uh, stopping the government from slashing all the trans rights. Maybe maybe they should be more focused on doing that than fucking or... doing, doing photo ops with fucking BTS. I don't like BTS at all. Yeah. Fuck BTS. Yeah. I know too many people who are obsessed with it. And once you know too many people who are, like, all about something, you're annoyed by them. You're going to be annoyed by the music. You're going to hate the fucking music. Like, it's a three-step process. And it's crazy. Like, they never had even a fair shot. Yeah. Because their fans are just so fucking insipid. It's like boy bands, though. You know, people just get obsessed with shit, and it's, like, obnoxious. I bet there was a... 
a caveman who was really obsessed with the wheel and everybody just fucking hated him. When somebody's too enthusiastic about it, something very specific, you just, you can't help. You are predetermined to fucking hate their guts. Um, in more important news, uh, Elon Musk got ratioed by a crazy frog. What does that mean? You don't know what a ratio is. No. It's like when you get more likes than the original post. It's a, it's uh, like a ratio. But, uh... I am not it, a, uh... I'm not a Twitter person. Elon Musk just posted, like, uh, Looney Tunes is just normal tunes to me. Crazy Frog is just a normal frog to me. Elon Musk has some funny memes. I'll say that <laughs> about him. But Crazy Frog replied with a picture of Crazy Frog edited to be, like, Elon Musk's wife <laughs> standing with Elon. And, and Elon had like 85,000 likes and Crazy Frog had a fucking 116,000 likes that's a savage that's a savage move oh my god that's such a funny picture yes it is it's really well edited to be honest that's what makes it so funny do you think they had that in the vault <laughs> they, they were, said I've been waiting for the moment to strike I've been waiting all my life for this uh, draw. Bro, whenever, yeah. whenever I'm in they the totally car... They totally had it loaded. Whenever I was, used to be in the car with Ben, the radio would do the thing where it plays, like, the first song in your library. It was always Crazy Frog. No, it... It was why? always Crazy Frog. Why? I don't know. It just was. It wasn't on purpose. It would just come up like that. It was, like, what the it radio was did. fate. Said you must listen to the Crazy Frog song. That's all crazy frog now. That's the problem with having an Apple account since you were like 10 years old. You Dude. still have like LMFAO and shit like that. Dude, try to crazy frog. try to imagine explaining uh, crazy frog to a like absolute Gen Z kid. Bro, I, I definitely have. I've some, tried like, explaining like a DVR system like or VHS player. To, to a young person, and it has been... They were so confused. We sound old as fuck talking about it, the It's just fucked up that, like, I don't know, technology changes so quickly now, yeah. and that affects culture deeply. And so it's insane because, like, there's all this streaming, and the internet's just so widely acce- uh, accessible that it is a completely different world from when I was a kid, and that wasn't even that long ago. Literally, like, we'll say 2012, 2011. That's not that long ago. That is literally... For VHS tapes? No, but for, like, technology. Think about the PS2 and PS3 versus, like, the shit that we have now. Or, like, how phones have changed since then. Or or computers. Computers have changed the most. Because even then, you were still, like... Oh, I gotta go to the desktop. Bro, the 5 would be so shitty now with the iPhone 5, but back in the day, everyone thought they were so fucking cool because they had an iPhone 5. Mm-hmm. I had an iPhone 3. That was my first smartphone. Before that, I had a Motorola flip phone. I loved that thing. Flip, flip. I loved the, my flip phone. Those games, those games were the shit. Um, there were games on the Motorola flip phone? Like what? Uh... Like Snake and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, all the arcade games. There was like Pong. Pong was fire on there. 
Was Minesweeper on there? Yeah. Yeah, it had like 20-some fucking games for no reason. Was it the Pong where like you break the bricks? Yeah. And that, and like the one versus... Pong one. The brick one was so fire. I loved the brick one. And, and those games that were like so simplistic. I, Dude, we've talked about our love for uh, internet games. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like kids don't even have that experience now. Now they're like, oh, I love uh, Kahoot. <laughs> you know, that's the only internet game that that a they can relate teenager to. right now would be like, yeah, I like Kahoot. I do like Kahoot, though. I have definitely played like a Kahoot that is just on there for you to play. Computer gaming was the shit with Flash games. Dude, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Plug and play game systems. Did you like, ever have one of those? Like the toy controller thing? Yes, where it's like a in. giant fucking joystick and it has a bunch of games and you plug it into your TV and bing bada boom, oh, you're playing games ones. on your TV. Yeah, those were fucking fire. Like the Namco one, everyone. There was there was one of those in every house in America. I want more shit like one. that. I want that to come back. <laughs> I need that in my life right we now. We can bring it back. I need to return to my gaming roots, you know? It's like uh, COD going upstream to die. My PS4 has been so fucking buggy, and I feel like there's no new games I can play that I like would really like or that would really work. And so I'm really debating if I want to get like a gaming computer because I know that that's that's really the move if I don't want to have to deal with the fucking console experience or PS5. I'd like to have a better computer in the future, one that I could play games on. I've played games on my computer. It's not too bad the, the Mortal games, Kombat on there was pretty solid the games I'd want to play on Steam wouldn't be that oh much. dude I need to get Minecraft bro Minecraft is so fun Minecraft's the shit they Minecraft's just have... also one of those sort of simplistic games that just really hits a spot I feel like there's Minecraft in every generation true like people still have uh, a lot of my siblings it's like Roblox I know a lot of people that really More like than Minecraft. Roblox. Yeah. Just because it's free? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I never really liked Roblox. I'm going to pull up my Steam library. <laughs> While recording. Really burn that battery, Louie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost fully charged. Let's see. I think this is going to be very telling. What's in your Steam library? I have so much. Do you have a Steam wish library. list, Louie? I have a small one. That's even more telling. A small wish list. So I, I, that. I know I've played a lot of hours on Counter-Strike, so I'm clicking to see how many I have. One of my favorite games recently was uh, Borderlands 3. I have 750 hours on Counter-Strike. Fuck yeah, Louie. I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> How long is that? Hold on. Let, let me see how, how many fucking days. Long so divide that by 24. 750 divided by 24. If it's more than a month, that's pretty bad. 31.25 days. So just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm a piece of shit. It's not that bad, Louie. You don't have a problem or anything. The other. Addicted to Counter Strike. The other game I probably have. The most hours in is probably Team Fortress. Good game, though. Respectable game. It was so fun, bro. Like, me and my friends would all have uh, Team Fortress. And 
I got 324 hours on this one. Uh, but yeah, that's a game I would always just play with my friends, and it would be a good game to kind of like be stupid on. Like it was fun. Like yeah, just like the mechanics were so fun. Like just mm-hmm. like being able to do heavy and fucking spray everybody. Being able to do like the spy and go invisible and stab people in the back. See, those are just really good game design choices. Yeah, and that shit matters. Bro, have, have I ever told you about the game Lisa? No. It's so fucking good, bro. Like, it's like an 8-bit type of game. Oh, and, I love games like that. I love and, platformers and shit. Yeah, it's it's fucking sick. It's I see, I only had 14 hours on it. That's about how long it takes to beat it. So Nice. That's a good game. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, like, a short playtime, honestly. No, that's what I said. I think there's some beauty in that. That that means it's really a, more about the storytelling. Yeah. I love uh like uh the Walking Dead games and stuff where you it's just choices and yeah. little action scenes. I think storytelling based games are really interesting. And some of them are really artistic. Like I I've definitely played games like that and Nikki's been into it and just been asking like what the plot is. Because it's almost like watching a movie. Yeah. Did you ever watch that... Fuck, I forgot the name of it. I know I've talked about it before, though. It's like Unto Dawn or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's that one where uh, you're like in a, in a cabin in the woods with a bunch of like your friends. And it's a lot of like storytelling. It's a lot about like the dynamics. Mm-hmm. There's one. And there that's... are like monsters there, and they fucking just kill everybody, basically. Dude, I love. Some of those games can be so scary. Like yeah. they, there's so much like because they draw you in. Yes, they make you paranoid sometimes. Definitely. Like, th- that means they're doing a really good job. Um, there's one that's called like, there's a game called Firewatch. I really oh, yeah. want to play it. I have only watched somebody do a playthrough. Yeah, I've never actually played it either. I've watched... But it would I've be worth it, because it. it's been so long since I've seen like that video. I've really forgotten yeah. what all happens in it. It was one of those that I remember being just really in it for the storyline. And also, it was kind of a beautiful game. Like They had really good scenery and stuff. Yeah, I might still play that. I forgot about that game, honestly. If, if we're talking about storytelling games. Stuff like that. Now this game's gonna sound stupid as fuck. What? But it's called Dino D-Day. It's literally a game where it's like set in World War Two, but there's dinosaurs. What do you mean there's dinosaurs? Are like they dinosaur people, or is it like there no, are dinosaurs not. that are discovered? There, there are or... dinosaurs and people. The people are but using it's, the dinosaurs. It's World War Two for this dinosaur human society. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. Check the uh, highly suspicious email recently. Nope. I will check that shit out right now. Dude, what if there's somebody just waiting to be on the show? What if uh, LeBron James emailed me back and he was like, Hey man, I can do it on Tuesday. Just let me know. I'll be in town. And it was last Tuesday. Oh my god. You're literally like a dinosaur. And this dinosaur is carrying a goat right now. What the fuck? But it's 
it's you versus the ops, basically. Who so are the like, ops? Other dinosaurs? And other people. And other people. It might be dinosaurs versus people. I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure there are dinosaurs on both sides. There are Nazi dinosaurs and there are... Uh, uh, good dinosaurs. What kind of dinosaurs are Nazi dinosaurs? <laughs> oh my god, he just threw the goat. So you see, that dude has like... Yeah, the Velociraptor can throw the goat at people. Bro, he threw the goat. And Is this dude one of those tiny dinosaurs? Yeah. And that dinosaur is a pain in the ass because he fucking, you never fucking see him. And then <laughs> pulls up and chomps you just like that. And when you're That's one of the bigger ones... Oh, with somebody fuck, riding it? He killed him and himself. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, flight. The miracle of flight. <laughs> What does this become? <laughs> Thank you all for watching. We'll be back next week with Doug. With Doug. The mayoral campaign manager. Sure. And musician. Sure. The, the multifaceted Doug Campbell. The sleeping bag himself. <laughs>